Freestyle Famous, Hip Hop's official social club was established on November 10th, 2016, with the intention to build a community of the greatest spitters alive online. For over two years, we held you down, putting you on to some of the nicest MCs that you would have never heard of had it not been for us reposting their art. Throughout the first two years, we've noticed a lot of other platforms popping up that were doing the exact same thing, which caused me to ask myself, what could I do to raise our platform to the next level and hopefully inspire the others to do the same? Therefore, we began including battles comprised of MCs that became members of our community. Our first two battles caught everyone in the community off guard and resulted in even more engagement than usual. This probably spawned the idea for the members who weren't getting their fair shine on our timeline to consider entering the arena in order to make a name for themselves. Newcomer Brian, aka Jokester, was eager to develop his rapping skills and wanted to see how he would fare against our more popular members, so he took on one of the most controversial artists we know, Ski Mask Jack. Ski Mask wasted no time to point out the fact that Jokester was white and alluded to that being some sort of a handicap, as in white boys can't rap. Brian went the entire battle without mentioning race out of pure respect for the culture and for his fellow man. Yet, he couldn't shake the feeling that he had no place in rap because of his race. Wanting more than ever to prove that he belonged in our community, Jokester called out Finesse Be Cool for his second battle, only to be ridiculed again for being born with a lighter pigmentation. After hearing Cool make multiple references from school shootings to Wakanda to white privilege, it was obvious that the race card was something Jokester was going to have to conquer, whether he wanted to or not. Which brings us to episode 2 of our podcast, where we hosted a battle of epic proportions between legendary bars and Jokester. Brian, thank you for joining us. Everything good? Everything's good, man. How about you? Doing well, man, and I uh, appreciate you for being here again. Uh, now, I imagine the viewer doesn't know much about your upbringing. So tell us, where were you born and raised? I was born in D.C. and I was raised in Rockville, Maryland. Rockville, Maryland. Is that where you attended high school? Nah, man, I actually moved to Florida and I went to a school named, high, uh, named uh, Leesburg High School. Leesburg High School. What was the demographic like in that area? Um, uh, it was it was mixed. It was good mix. Okay. Uh, do well in school. Did you play sports in high school? Yeah, man. I played basketball in high school. Basketball. Is that your favorite sport? Yeah, man. <laughs> By far. All right. All right. Well, I remember trying out for the freshman b-ball squad. I was told I wasn't tall enough, so I quit the sport, gave up on school, and started hanging out with the wrong crowd. Uh, do you recall what it was like for you to try to make the team? Uh, I mean, it was like second nature for me, to be honest. I've been balling since I was three, so it was kind of like practice going through all the tryouts and stuff. Alright, well, I mean, you made the team, obviously, as we see in this photo here. We can see you're the only white player on the team. Uh, you had two white coaches and all black players with the exception of yourself. Was that awkward at all? I mean, it, it was what it was. It was a little awkward, but I mean, it, it was what it was. Okay. Did the black kids on the team accept you and welcome you in the circle? Or was there any hazing going on? I mean, yeah, there's hazing, but that's in every sport. So, I mean, it wasn't <laughs> anything out of the ordinary. Just typical shit going on. Okay. Yeah, just typical. Now, off camera, you know, we had, we've had plenty of conversations, and I believe you had mentioned that you were called a nickname by your black teammates. Do you recall <laughs> what that was? Yeah, man. At the beginning, I was called a cream pop. <laughs> cream pop. Okay. Yeah. Now, I took the liberty to look up the definition of the word cream puff. Would you like to hear what it says? Sure. <laughs> okay. Cream puff is a cake made of light pastry filled with cream or a weak and ineffectual person. And if that doesn't scream racism at you, 
I mean, I don't know what would. I've seen you hoop. I know you can play ball. And I know you can affect the game with that jump shot of yours. It, it seems to be good from anywhere up to half court. So again, this seemed to be an attack on your color rather than a lack of skills. Would you agree? I mean, it's all hazing though. Like, it's, it's basketball. I mean, it's... Every team goes through something, and that, that's just what I got picked on for. It's not, it really wasn't a big, big issue. Okay. Around that time, you were becoming a fan of hip-hop culture. How did your white friends and family respond to you trying to fit in on an all-black team or to belong in what many people call black culture? Um, well, I moved to the school, and... In the summer they have workouts, so I did workouts with the team, and um, word got around that I was gonna be on the basketball team, and uh, I remember <laughs> my my white friends. I didn't really make any white friends. Actually, the first day of school, I went and I sat down at a table just trying to make new friends, and it was all white table, and literally everybody got up and walked away, and it was just kind of like, oh, oh, okay, I guess I don't fit in, like. It was, it was a new experience for me, to be honest, but I, I didn't really get accepted. Hmm. Well, you know, not being accepted by your own kind, um, you know, just for wanting to mingle with other ethnicities, I can't imagine how that would make you feel. I mean, I can't lie, I admit I'm guilty of perpetuating the same agenda by posting weekly segments titled What the Fuck White People. And so for that, I'd like to apologize if I made you feel alienated in any way. No, man, it's, it's all good. Still good? Okay. Now, <laughs> in, in your battle with Legendary Bars, he took the same approach as your previous opponents beating the race card like a dead horse but you you responded differently for once in your life you mirrored that energy that was being directed towards you and you played the race card back which I, I must admit I don't know if it was the smartest decision but it might be the cra craziest thing I've ever seen you do and I've seen you do some crazy shit bro now, have you received any backlash, death threats, or any support from people around the community? I mean, to be honest, I've seen both. Like, I haven't had any death threats, but I mean, I've had a little backlash just saying, like, that was too far. Like, that I shouldn't have said that. And then I've also had, I mean, Ski Mask Jack said it on, on his podcast that he had my back and that it was needed to say. So I've had, it was, it's kind of been a mix. Uh, um, emotion. There's been two sides to it. Okay. Now, I mean, I can attest to Jack, um, buddy of mine by the name of Franco, and others have both publicly and privately shown their support. Uh, I'm sure there's a lot of people who don't understand what's really going on and might have heard what you said out of context. So, can you help? Explain your lyrics so that people don't end up viewing you as a racist Trump supporter who endorses slavery. I figured you were going to ask something, so I actually sent a clip to you, and um, I'm sure I'm sure I'm going to get heckled a little bit because I was reading it. So <laughs> I'm sure I'll get a little bit of backlash for that. But uh, I just wanted to make sure I got my message out correctly the world because I see this as a, a big issue in our country as I think most of America sees this as a big issue and uh, I saw this as a opportunity for me to um, try to tackle it and try to end racism and try to bring awareness to the real issues of our country. Now that I got y'all attention, it wasn't about the bus then, it's not about the flag now. Our nation is so fucked, ignorant and dumb, all they see is a man down. Our country kicks, screams, and laughs, but never puts a hand out. The few that fight for equality get accused of trying to stand out. And I'm in a sad state, but we got 50 of them. Why do we love to hate? I mean, it makes me sick to my stomach. And what's up with those gang colors? You know, those blue and red lights? It's crazy how they can kill in the streets before they even read them as rights. Like, 
You really think homeboy gonna try and pop off? There's six of you. And ain't it you guys on the walkie saying, I'm in pursuit. That means you're on offense. Come on, dude, get the clue. Probably arrest him for a fucking dime bag while some white boy posting about shooting a school. But you didn't stop that, did ya? Oh, he's just sick. Probably because of the unjust system. Where he just doesn't fit. With so much hate in the country, I understand why these kids get lit. But I'm just one man trying to use words to fix this shit. Wow, that's, that's powerful stuff. Um, was this a plan of yours all along to draw these people into a battle with you? Get them to call you out with the race card? Say what you said that got all that attention only to speak your real truth, which is to end racism? No, man, it wasn't a plan. I just, it, it, it just happened to kind of fall in my lap like that. Like, I just saw that it was a, a reoccurring event that was happening in the battles, and I figured, hey, man, this is a great chance for me to um, um, express a, a real issue that we need to fix. And um, I just, again, I'm just one man trying to uh, <laughs> fix shit with words. So hopefully it hits a lot of people and it can, it can change lives. Hey man, remember where you heard it first. Life doesn't happen to you, it happens for you. Um, and Brian, brother, I appreciate you putting your life on the line, you know, to speak up about the injustices in this world because so many people have a much larger platform than what we do, yet they don't take the opportunity to be as responsible with their power as you have been for people of all color. And I salute you, brother, and thank you for being a part of our movement. God bless you. Thanks, man. I appreciate everything, bro. Peace. Rock Legion. Hey. Y'all know what the fuck going on? Yeah, they know. Let's catch the rapper, Mr. Two A's in the can, all that. Hey, that's the movement. Hey, Lonely Tiny A. It's your world, we just living in. Supposed to be my dog, but you changed on me It's all good, I've been sliding with the stain on me I've been watching niggas feeling like they hate on me Let them try me, it's gonna be a cold day for him Cold day for him It's gonna be a cold day for him This shit real, nigga Go against the grain, we gon' have to kill, nigga You be trippin' off them drugs, better chill, nigga We ain't sleepin' on no beef, we gon' deal with it Bitch, I'm silly, nigga, we gon' really slide It's all funny games till a nigga really die I used to dress by me, now a nigga really fly She said I'm makin' shy, but a nigga really hoppin' Say two ways in the can by my cheddar or something Set a whim in my bag, get a wet or something Ten times out of ten, I do it better something I took L's, but a nigga still a winner something Okay, bitch, okay. I see you tryin' Fuck with a star, fuck with Rumi in this form, out the fuck in this car. Only one is some Henny, I don't fuck with the bars. Ten bands in my pants, what the fuck is a car? And I'm not swiping. I just got a foreign and I ain't got no license. Let a nigga try me, I'ma have to do him trifle. Tap, tap, twice, you know he letting off them rifles. My shooters got gloves on their hands like they Michael. Ooh, I'm watching these niggas, they playing with me. Ooh, I keep Louie Joey, you staying with me. Supposed to be my dog, but you changed on me It's all good, I've been sliding with the stain on me I've been watching niggas feeling like they hate on me Let them try me, it's gonna be a cold day for him Cold day for him, mm-hmm. It's gonna be a cold day for him, Tryna get a bag like this MCM This bitch spamming on my picture, she like, this is him I'm doing shows after shows, tryna get it in They used to talk down on the kid, now it's look at him Poppin' how you poppin', these niggas ain't never poppin' Instagram bums, these niggas ain't never shoppin' Money shots if any hollers, we steppin' in red bottles Every chain I got a Glock, keep staring, I finna pop it, ayy I get off on every track, that's why they fuck with me Every time I'm in the club, you know I'm in for free Never lacking, bitch, you know I got the stick with me And it don't cost to lose your life, so don't get chips for free Bitch, I'm the Shit, you know that. She know that. I used to be broke, I can't go back. I, go back. I woke up like bitch where my gold at. I get to the door where your low fat. Hey, you supposed to be my dog, but you changed on me. It's all good, I've been sliding with the stain on me. I've been watching niggas feeling like they hate on me. Let them try me, it's gonna be a cold day for him. Cold day for him. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be a cold day for him.
I'm sorry, do you think I like this? Huh? You think I want to be here? Buddy, today was supposed to be my day off. But I gotta come in, clean up after your mess, cause you're so trash. Damn. I'm about to really kill shit. Y'all about to really feel shit. Everybody wanna finish product. Ain't nobody wanna build shit. Mama thinking that we still kids. Drama popping on a field trip. I've been taking everybody out. Cross them off on a kill list. Y'all wanna know who won it? Fuck it, let's keep it 100. Little Xan is a fucking man. None of you rappers could touch him. Listen, I don't believe what's told to me if you insecure when you smoking weed. Leave your girl all alone with me and my dick is piercing her ovaries. See, on the beat, I'm a killer. I have to be it against Rilla. I'm going at everybody. It's not going to be on no Twitter. Listen, I be innovative. That's when I hit the haters. You all rappers need to shut the fuck up. Y'all too opinionated. See, you don't fuck with me. I don't fuck with you. What do you do? Touch my family. All I do is shoot. Do, do, do. I call him my tata, y'all got me feeling like more. Just told me that I'm not the father. Calling me daddy, but she ain't my daughter. Like, ooh, she drank a lot of this penis colada. Ooh, I got a problem with whoever wanted. You the type to go kill your mother, stop selling drugs to your little brother. I'm a type to go Danny Glover, give a Lisa whooping ass, motherfucker. Who run it? Pardon me if I'm getting litty. Who run it? Cardi B or is it Nikki? Who run it? Is it wrong of me to say Pac or Biggie? Who run it? It's proud of me, but y'all won't admit it. I run it. Yo, yo, it's your boy Legendary Bars, man. You thought this shit was over? Fuck, boy. Can't let you call me no motherfucking slave and get away with that shit, B. But check it. Racist ass lines. I see JoJo Wilder. I ain't kidding, but I kill him. Like the Momo challenge. You got jokes, but you choke ya. From Homo Allen, I don't know silence. Let's make sure we're on the same page. You like to rap with the blacks, but you like to hang slaves. You and Ski Mask and Sweet Ass can share the same grave. The Tombstone Red Pussy gets you share the same name. I dip you in lighter fluid than lighter Lucy. Set your ass on fire. Say hi to Lucy. Your rhymes are coochie. I didn't know Shaggy can rap. Say hi to Scooby. Can't scrap with King of the Bars. My lines are dookie. Now you're sitting on the high school. Gripping on the rifle. Killing all your classmates. Cause bitches didn't like you. I eat you like Chipotle from chicken and some rice too. I break you down on some molecular shit. The position you're in, you were never this shit. Slave talk, that's that racist America shit. You're here to entertain the king court jester and shit. Your bar's trash, but you know how to edit some shit. You look like a homeless veteran, you begging ass bitch. <laughs> we got issues, and I'ma address it like GPS as he confesses. Maybe it won't as racist as we suggest that he not fire. I got fire like Satan teaches me lessons, oh the travesty. He like, I didn't mean it, oh your majesty. You grew up white in America, oh the agony. Same crime but can't catch a charge. Hold your batteries, you amateurs. I am not the one you raise your hands against the handsomest. Course you've ever seen, I make a mannequin shenanigans. Jokes that I'm your father, I'm like Anakin, I damages. Ass when I take the belt to his pants again, he's panicking. Can't understand his ramblings in Mandarin, he's standing in. The principal's office, they bring his parents in, embarrassing. Easy to beat you, I'm bringing sandals and I sanfordin'. Son and these motherfuckers, I'm answering. Shots with bigger bullets, I pull it, I see him out the cannon in. Hopefully his fans will start fanning him. Make the boy shit on himself, now bring these pampers in, huh? <laughs> and you wonder where I got this crown from. What up, what up, Mr. You Know Who Roast the Host, and I'm here with a very special guest, undefeated, black Jesus, the legendary bars. Thank you for being here, brother. I appreciate you. Yo, what's good, man? Thanks for having me, man. It's an honor, man. Freestyle really? Famous is my joint, man. I got to check for them videos every week, man. Keep me on my toes. I like to see different energies coming through, man. So shout out to the platform, my dude. Much respect. You know, we wouldn't be here without the artists. And big shout out to the viewers as well. Our viewership really, really is, uh, you know, one of the most, probably the biggest role in everything. Just the people who, who keep coming back. And, you know, Straight if up. the demand is there, then, then we got to put something together for you. Um, speaking of viewership, what we just viewed, what we just watched, it may have been difficult to digest but before we apologize i believe we owe it to you to allow you the opportunity to explain your role throughout the ordeal 
with Jokester and what appears to be, you know, a personal issue with Ski Mask Jack, maybe. Would you be willing to walk us through some of the legendary bars that you dropped in this battle? Are we talking uh, round one or round two? Well, let's start at the top. Uh, I believe for round two, you, okay. began, you began by saying that you couldn't let him get away with calling you a slave. How right, did it, right. How did it make you feel when he referred to you as one? All right. Well, you know, I'm seasoned in this game as far as this rap shit, man, and the culture. You know what I mean? One day my daughter looked at me and she said, Dad, you are hip hop. You know what I'm saying? And for her to understand that, you know what I'm saying, it would tell you just a, a, you know, a little piece of how serious I take this culture. You know what I'm saying? So culture-wise, I'm like, yo, okay, you know what I mean? It's a battle. So there's there's no such thing as a low blow in the battle. You know what I mean? If you don't want your shit out there, don't put your, don't put your cards on the table, you feel me? So from the artist standpoint, I'm like, all right, cool. It's a battle, right? But then outside, because before I'm an artist, I'm a man first. You know what I'm saying? So the man was like, yo, that shit was a no, no. You know what I'm saying? There's certain things I could say, but I don't. You know what I mean? Some people don't got those those walls. You know what I'm saying? But I'm a businessman too. One line that you drop could hurt you down the line. You know what I'm saying? Look at, look at Kevin Hart with the Grammys. You know what I'm saying? He done said some stuff about the gay people, the LGBT, you know what I'm saying? Apologize for it. And here it is, years later, they talking about apologize again. And he's like, nah, B, we already addressed that. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I was tight. I was like, yo, I can't believe this dude. This 2019, I ain't never been called a motherfucking slave, B. So 2019, I get my first you a slave type shit. And I know my man was just trying to drop it for the shock value. I know my man was trying to dig, cause like, you know what I'm saying? When somebody got armor, like I got armor, so I'm saying you trying to find them little ways to get, get up in there, hit that gut punch. So I understand what he was doing, you know what I'm saying? And I don't believe that that's in his heart like that. You know what I mean? That's why, I, that's why I was kind of like snucking on the end. You feel me? And um, so yeah, the, those the two sides. The artist side is like, I. Right, that you want to put them kind of gloves on so let me put my brass knuckles on the man side was like yo fuck that we about to we about to address this shit now b you know what i'm saying now i do want to tell everybody that you your response was impeccable i mean it threw me off my game and we had to like change the shooting the you know we had to change the entire storyline you responded immediately with your you know second round i you know wanted to i want to apologize to the people in the public for sitting on it holding on it for as long as i had um but i thought that you know as you were saying that it it was a serious issue and this type of you know this type of situation needed to to be you know looked at taken how do you say I needed, needed to, to proceed with, with caution as well, though. Not only address it, but do it properly. And right. um, you had mentioned this is the first time you've ever been called that. Right. And, and so, again, you know, I, I do want to bring up the fact that in your first round against the jokes that if we you know backtrack a little bit more i i remember you opened up the battle with a few remarks pertaining to race okay would you consider that baiting him in a way or as you st i mean i know that you mentioned that this is a part of the game right but at you know is it the question that I wanted to ask you was is it is it okay for one side to do it and the other not to because after speaking with jokester he's he's still under the impression that it is okay that it, it wasn't okay for him to say it but it you know the things that you had mentioned that there is no there were no lines crossed 
Okay, so let me address both sides of that question. So the first part of the question was like, did I bait him into it? You know what I'm saying? Did I have it coming as far as what I said? All right. And then the second part of the question is, is it okay for one side to cross the line and the other side not to cross the line, right? Right. All right. So let me, I'm just making sure we're clear. So I don't feel like I baited him. You know what I'm saying? Because there were, there were places I could have took it. You know what I'm saying? That I didn't. And I didn't do that because I didn't want to play that card. You know what I'm saying? Like anybody, like let's say for example, if he was a black dude, right? Instead of calling him Justin Bieber, you know what I'm saying? I might've called him fucking Lloyd. You know what I'm saying? The the concept of the line was to say, you know, cause rhymes, you know, when it comes to rapping, we're competitive, we're, we're monsters. You know what I'm saying? And the last thing you want to be in a ring full of monsters is the sweetest thing there. You feel me? So if I call you Justin Bieber and you're supposed to be a monster, that that just takes down your whole monster picture. You know what I'm saying? So if you call me Lloyd or fucking Bobby Brown, you know what I'm saying? Well, Bobby Brown was kind of hard. I got to If you call me R. Kelly, Tyrese, somebody like that, and I'm supposed to be this monster, this, you know what I'm saying? This lyrical monster. Now you're taking shots at my ego, right? So for me to say, you know what I'm saying? Because the equivalent of him saying, you know, the slave line would be equivalent to me saying something about you used to be a caveman. You know what I'm saying? You from the Caucasus Mountains or some shit. You know what I mean? For me to play that card would be asking for it. You know what I'm saying? If I was kicking that caveman shit or whatever, you know what I mean? Trying to take it back on him, then that would be another thing. You know what I'm saying? I could have, you know what I mean? I could have took it in that route. You know what I mean? I ain't say nothing like, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's so many stereotypes and stigmas that I could have played on. But the, the, the things that I did play on was to break down that monster you know what i'm saying to make that monster seem sweet turn that monster into a cube of sugar you feel me so in that aspect nah i didn't um i didn't ask for that right so as far as crossing the line yeah you know what i'm saying there's a double-sided sword to this thing on one side of the sword you can cut you can use whatever part of that blade you want to cut with right but then when you cross that line right it's like you're not swinging the sword from the hanger, the handle at that point. Now you're swinging the sword from the blade. You know what I'm saying? So when you cut like that and you cross that line, that's like crossing from the from the handle of the sword to the blade. So when you cross that line, you're cutting yourself too, whether you realize it or not. You know what I'm saying? Because there's always gonna be some backlash. I mean, I heard some shit on the radio. They trying to get people to stop saying shit about animals, like curiosity killed the cat because it's racist towards animals. I mean, this is a real sensitive ass, booty hurt ass town. You know what I'm saying? People are straight bitches, sensitive as hell. You can't say nothing without offending somebody. That shit go viral. You know what I mean? So in that day and time, you know what I'm saying? Crossing the line, I mean, the line is everywhere. Be Everybody's walking on the tightrope. So, you know, like for example, right? Let's 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 talk about LGBT. Let's let's take it out of black and white, right? LGBT. Now, in the '90s, when I fell in love with hip hop, right, the worst thing you can call another rapper was a faggot. That was the worst thing you could call him. And guess what? That shit was everywhere. You cocksucker. You fag. You know what I'm saying? All that was everywhere. But after this movement and these people is gaining traction and they organizing and they sticking together and they and they got positions that are high i mean that's one word you don't even hear in, in hip-hop no more in fact if you say that they're gonna look at you like you crazy you know what i'm saying because that's supposed to be crossing the line you feel me so you know you know yeah. what's crazy is i i one i like the way that you you put it and when even when you speak, man, you speak in like a form of, of poetry, the way I see it, and at least the way my ears hear it. The way you said that you, you know, when you cross that line, you're gripping the, the blade by the blade, you know, and you end up yeah. cutting, cutting yourself. It's, it's genius. I love the way that you can take a concept and flip it and make it your own, but also make it artistic, almost like... One line I do want to point out is, you know, the sitting on the high school, uh, gripping on a rifle, you know, upset yeah. because, you know, the bitches that you know, the women in high school didn't like you. Um, right. I like that. I, I did want to give you a special 
um, you know, a head nod for that. Uh, I think that, I think that's what it that's what it's all about. Did you expect him? You know, to, going back to the very first round, though, did did you expect him to respond in the manner that he did? Like, was that something that you you expected him to do? Because you you dropped hints at it. You mentioned, you know, the Trump sticker. You know, it almost like it's almost like you volleyed it and, and it. My my question to you is: Did you did you see that coming from him? You know what? I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna be a thousand on you, man. I did not be. So I peeped a couple. You know, when you when you battle somebody, you gotta do your you gotta do your homework. You gotta do your research. You know what I'm saying? So I'm gonna do what any battle rapper would do. First, we're gonna scroll that page. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna pick you apart, go piece by piece. You know what I'm saying? Piece by piece. And the funny thing is, before I address that part. What part of what I said, he backed it up. Like his rebuttal is dope. You know what I'm saying? Cause his rebuttal game was popping. I didn't expect that. When I was peeping his, his flow and he had the open challenge, like can't nobody fuck with me. I'm like, yo, this dude, you know, I'm not gonna lie. I was like, yo, this dude is fool right now. You know what I'm saying? This this dude is like Wendy's right now, the four for four. You feel me? I was gonna give him four for four, you feel me? So I looked at him like he was lunch meat, you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, yo, all right, well, I'm just gonna come off some cool shit, and da 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 you know what I'm saying? So then I dropped my shit, my little cool shit, you know what I mean? Try to keep it in a minute. I had left a couple lines out. So the Trump shit, he didn't even get followed up on it. It was some lines that was left out. So I'm thinking, all right, cool, you know what I mean? He ain't gonna have shit for me, right? So then when I hear that rebuttal, and my man, this is why I give my man credit, you know what I'm saying? Cause his his rebuttal game, his his flip game was popping. I I didn't expect that. I did not see that coming. You know what I'm saying when he came back with the, you know what I mean, the high school high shit, sitting on the high school, gripping on the rifle. You know what I mean? And he was just so like funny with the shit, like so playful with the shit. You know what I mean? And uh, I nah, I didn't I didn't see that shit coming. You know what I mean? So then I underestimated him, and it's like. It's like you going around in the boxing ring, you just kind of like tapping at somebody, and then somebody come up and wow, and just knock your ass. And I'm like, okay, okay, you know what I'm saying? So then, that's why for round two, and I was like, yo, you know what I'm saying? I walked in the ring like, like I was fucking with like a little lightweight amateur. You know what I'm saying? Yo, you watch Dragon Ball Z? Yeah. All right, so. I walked in the ring with Master Roshi on his scrawny shit, right? And that motherfucker was like, boom, boom, boom. And kind of bulked up on me. And then I was like, all right, all right. So this, since this motherfucker want to bulk up, now I got to come with the hammer. And now I got to go blue on his ass. You know what I'm saying? So that's that was the transition. Like, I took him for a joke. His name is Joseph, but I took him for a joke. You know what I'm saying? He came back heavy, but it was light. It was like light heavy. I don't know how to explain this shit. So. He came back with his response, you know what I'm saying? Caught me by surprise, you know what I'm saying? Impressed me and offended me in the same breath, you know what I mean? So that's part of what I was saying before when, you know, nothing makes an artist grow more than a battle, more than competition, you know what I'm saying? Cause I came in there slacking like, ha ha, you know what I'm saying? I'm about to just walk, this is cakewalk shit, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Being cocky and my man rocked that shit, right? So then when I came back, I had to let him know, like, B, there's a reason, there's a reason why I wear this thing here, B. King Bars, legendary bars. I had to show him how it was built. You know what I'm saying? So then the second time around, I wasn't playing. You know what I'm saying? So I even throw a, I even had to throw a shot at your boy Ski Max, you know what I'm saying? Because when I watched the episode, you know what I mean? See, when it comes to a battle, win or lose, you know what I'm saying? I'ma give you a little something about both. But I felt like my man was meat riding the fuck. Out of joke and shit, jokes this shit, you know what I'm saying? And then in, in this hip hop culture, if you dick riding somebody, man, you on a motherfucking team, B. So that's why I was like, yo, him and Ski Mask is sweet ass, we share the same grade, you know what I mean? That mean like, yo, if you wanna ride the man dick so hard, I'll put your ass in this grade that I'm digging for him right here, B. And if you want it, you got it. You know what I mean? Cause at the end of the day, it's all love. It ain't like, you know what I'm saying? If I see these niggas on the street, I'm a, you know what I mean? It ain't like that, it's love. I still dap them up cause they doing the same thing I'm trying to do. They trying to get their name out there. They building their brand, you know what I'm saying? So that's all respect, you know what I mean? But in the eyes of competition, you know what I'm saying? The gloves, you know what I mean? The gloves gotta come off, you yeah. dig? 
You know, I totally respect that. Um, what I saw in the second round, you embraced the race warfare. Except this time, you included Ski Mask Jack in the scope. You know, mm-hmm. um, you mentioned that there was, you know, the dick riding that, that kind of caused you to go at him like that. Um, I was also wondering, was it was it also just, do you think, just another case of an innocent bystander being in the wrong place at the wrong time? Could well, there have been anybody out there at that moment? Well, it depends on how they jumped on or jumped off the wave, you feel me? Okay. If I'm robbing a bank and I'm running down the street and you grab a bag and run with me, then your ass is getting the heat too, you know what I'm saying? If you see, you know what I'm saying, in the same situation, you just watch me run by, you comment on it, you know what I'm saying, then that's that's another story. If they, if they would have said, yo, he came with this or he came with that, but then the whole, you know what I'm saying, I'm looking at his responses, you know what I'm saying, and da-da-da-da-da, you know what I'm saying, and like I said, it don't feel like it's me riding if you say something on both sides, you know what I'm saying? Right. My name ain't came out of his mouth one time, he didn't say bars nothing, you feel me? I'm yeah, like, I think, right, I think so, okay. it was like uh, Ski Master siding with the white boy. I think, you know, I think that's what he said, if, I'm, if I could recall correctly. So, um, you know, first off, I want to publicly say I have to give you respect uh, for that second round. The first round as well, but that second round, the video as a whole was quite impressive to me. You jumped in the pit using the same tactics that the jokester did the race jokes the editing of the sound effects and images but you seem to separate yourself and beat him at his own game you're obviously a wily vet when it comes to battling because whether it was bars over bullshit or jokes and good editing you definitely come across as a king who has earned his crown Yes, sir. Tell us, tell us about your experience with the rap battle culture. You've touched on it a little bit, but kind of go a little bit deeper. You know, how long have you been doing it? Man, I've been battle rapping. Let me see. This is old. I would say I'm trying to think of what year I started doing this shit. Heavy. You know, what I'm saying all through high school. You know, I graduated high school in '05. You know, what I'm saying started going to college. So all through high school. I was the king of the lunch table. If I sit at the lunch table and I start nodding my head, the whole cafeteria crowded over, even the security guards. Mm-hmm. I got so crazy with it that one day I was in science class and I asked the teacher if I could battle. I said, I'm gonna keep it clean. And they said, yo, only on one condition. If you keep it clean, and if you can use some of the things that we learned today in school, I'll let you rock. <laughs> and I killed them. So then I had teachers as fans. I had, you know what I'm saying? Security guards, everybody rock with me. You know what I'm saying? But it didn't really take off until, you know what I mean, I get to college. I used to walk around with a DVD player with with instrumentals. You know what I'm saying? So if anybody said they could rap, I hand them the shit. I hand them the DVD player. Like, yo, let's get it. You know what I'm saying? And I would approach whole crews. And they'd be digging in their book and I'd be right off the top of my head and I would demolish anybody. You know what I'm saying? Off the top of my head, I had battles on top of battles. You know what I'm saying? I've been doing this this, like battleships, I used to go through different neighborhoods. People used to come from different cities just battle me. And I would shut them down and send them home and then smoke a blunt with them before they leave. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was that was my parting gift. You know? So, you know what I mean? I stopped battling for a while to start messing with the song. You know what I mean? Because before, it wasn't no real lane for battle rapping. And Smack DVDs was just popping. You know what I'm saying? They wasn't really heavy, heavy, but they was heavy. But I didn't see that as a career move for me. So I was like, yeah, let me get my songs tight. You know what I mean? So I kind of stuck away, got away from that. But anytime somebody wanted to battle me, I let them have it. The funny thing is, is I used to do my videos like Joseph did them. If you look at my, I had some Facebook battles last year. There's a hip hop group called Sidebar. So a couple artists had challenged me from there and I do them the same way. I, I chop up the videos and whatever I'm talking about, I bring it on there. But for Joseph's joint, I didn't. So then it, that was another thing that shocked me is he used my, I felt like he used my shit against me. But I'm like, yo, oh, how do you know? That's how I get down. But that's really his style, how he chop it up with the videos and shit. You know what I'm saying? So when he came like that, I was like, yo, okay, I can show you I can do this thing better, dude. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's how I had to come with it. All cards on the table. 
Now I've heard rumors that you were undefeated. Do you have a professional record? And if so, what is it? Well, not on the official transcript. Um, in VA, there used to be this radio station. Um, what was it? Uh, 102.1, right? Uh, it's like Hot 102 was the name of the station. And uh, every Friday, they would have the battles where you call, you know what I'm saying? You battle the dude, you get, I forgot, was it 30 seconds or something like that? Yeah, you get 30 seconds to round. And then the other cat goes on, and then people in the city will call in, you know what I'm saying, and tell you who won. So I was undefeated, and I was, and I held my crown all the way until the radio station shut down. I used to get free CDs left and right, you know what I'm saying? It was, it would just give me free shit. I would just rock every Friday. I'd be, you know what I'm saying? I used to be a moving, at the moving company. So I'd be on a damn moving truck. I'd go sit in the cab, roast somebody real quick, and then be at the radio station on Saturday collecting my prize, you know what I'm saying? So as far as battles go, yeah. That's that's my official transcript. On anywhere these streets I here be, you know what I mean? They know me, you know what I mean? There's, there's a, uh, a battle league out here, you know what I'm saying? I went there to support my man one day. And I didn't rap. I didn't rap so many cats in the city that when I showed up to support my man, they thought I was rhyming. Like, oh shit! You know what I'm saying? I was like, Nah, I'm just chilling today. They was like, All right, all right, all right. You know what I mean? But I'm well known for this for this thing here, man. Anybody in my city, man, from here, from VA to New York to North Carolina, you know what I'm saying? They they know how to get down. Can we find any footage of your battles on the web? Something visually? I'd love to. Know. Um. I'm trying to think. I don't think I got any straight battles on the web anymore. You know what I'm saying? Because like I said, I tried to do it a different way. You know what I mean? So what you can find is I got a YouTube channel, Legendary Bars. It's Legendary with two R's and Bars with a Z. You know what I'm saying? I would go to different cities and feature with different artists on this on a series I like to call Saturday Night Lyrics. You know what I'm saying? So I'm trying to get back, get this the third season of that started. But you can find videos like that, you know what I'm saying? I used to do shows from, like I said, from New York to North Carolina, so you can find different footages on my page. You know what I'm saying? Also, every Monday, I invite all my spitters, man. I started off on Facebook Live, it's called Major Mondays. So on Facebook Live Monday night, I get a cypher with people from all over the country. And they all come through and it's all love, we support each other, we show each other love. We got the word challenge so that you know people are freestyling. You know what I'm saying? They leave their name, they leave comments, and we'll rhyme with the comments just to show people it's real. So, starting next Monday, I'm doing a cross platform. So, we're going to do 30 minutes on Facebook, 30 minutes on Instagram. You feel me? So, I mean, we out, we out here, man. We out here. We're really thankful for having you as a member of our community. You know, you can also add Freestyle Famous as a platform where you can find the man, the myth, the legendary bars. Um, you have this this show, weekly show Mondays on Facebook, um, and now you're going to split it up, you know, half on Facebook, half on um, IG as well. Do you have... Let me ask you this. When did that first start? When When did you first come up with that idea put together a show and, and you know put the cypher with everybody all around the world what sparked that idea and when, when did that first start what sparked that idea man is just reminiscing on the school days man you know what i'm saying and, and part of the hip-hop element is the lunch cypher table. you know what i'm saying the lunch table ciphers the hallway ciphers mm-hmm. and i'm thinking like you know when you not in school, because I was talking to my man, I said, yo, I ain't been in a cypher in forever. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't just, you can't, when you're grown and you're living your grown man shit, you don't just walk up on a cypher. You know what I mean? You're going to get this paper, you're coming home to the family, you're going to get this paper again. You know what I'm saying? You don't got time to really be out there chilling on the block. Get and your cypher on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially if you're on your real grown man shit. You know what I'm saying? Not that I want to be a real nigga, so I'm going to do some real dumb shit type thing. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm thinking like, yo, there's no ciphers that you can walk up to, but everybody's on their phone. So how about we bring the ciphers to everybody else? For all the real hip hop heads that like that raw cipher, like, you know what I'm saying? And then to make people feel like a part of it, that's why we started the word challenge. Like, yo, drop some words. And so now your input is affecting this show that you watch. You know what I mean? How many times you can go online and you and you part of the show without being part of the show? You know what I'm saying? It's immersive, then, you know, the interaction between the viewer and you. I, 
I think that's the future, man. That's a that's a great idea. I imagine that someone of your skill set has taken some time to record and release a mixtape or an album. You mentioned that you focused, you took some time to focus on your music. Do you have any music available online? If so, like where where can we find that? Well, that part I'm about to drop soon. You know what I'm saying? I got some some people that I've been working with. You know what I'm saying? One of my mentors is, and I mean, a, a ghostwriter in the industry. I just uh, connected with a background singer from from uh, Snoop's camp. You know what I'm saying? He cool people, but everybody's giving me good feedback. So I'm making sure I get my homework popping. You know what I'm saying? So I just got my registrations, my BMI, working on getting my distribution and all that. So I'm not going. I'm, I'm starving people until I get this kit together. You know what I'm saying? Once I get this first visual out there, you know what I mean? The singles are done. I mean, I got. I can drop some shit on you like right now, B. So for now, just to stay relevant, I'm doing my show. You know what I'm saying? I dropped the freestyle video just to keep it, just so people remember, like, yo, I'm here. You know what I'm saying? Can we expect to see you in any more battles in the future, or? Because I can almost guarantee that once this episode airs, Ski Mask Jack is going to be looking for you. He's going to be looking well, for that- you. Just going off of his track record, anytime anyone has mentioned his name, he appears. It, it's kind of like Beetlejuice. If you say his name, <laughs> he appears and then he wreaks havoc. So if I were you, I would prepare to dance with the devil in the pale moonlight because he has a few screws that ain't too tight. It's going to be on his side, all right? Well, I'll put another hole in that ski mask, man. He don't want it, man. I turn that ski mask to one of them shits like this. You know what I'm saying? You know that shit where just the only thing that you can't see is the mouth? You're going to have one of them shits on. You know what I'm saying? And then I'm going to come back if he really wanted and turn that shit into a scully. So that whole ski mask is going to be pulled back into a fucking scully, man. I'm ready for that shit. Like your hair, you know what I'm saying? I love the culture so much so that you can recognize the people that kind of got the same love. You know what I'm saying? Because it's one thing, like, this is what I learned, man. You can love the culture, you can make music, whatever. You know what I'm saying? But it's not really going to grow. It's not going to really gain traction until you make it bigger than itself. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I would drop videos, YouTube videos, you know, with just my freestyles back in the day. Before I started the show, and I was getting okay numbers, you know what I'm saying? But when I started to make it bigger than myself, the numbers is like growing, you know what I'm saying? And I can respect what you're doing because now you're putting a platform out there for where people, you know what I'm saying? Not everybody got the resources to put things together, you know what I'm saying? What most people don't know is it really don't take much but you, you know what I'm saying? Like if you got the determination to do it, when I first started shooting my videos, like, I got an actual camera now, but when I first started shooting my videos, I had a camera phone and a damn selfie stick. You feel me? And I would poke that motherfucker in the ground like a tripod, and I would record my shit. You know what I'm saying? Chop it up on the phone. Now it's stepped up. I got a camera. I got Final Cut Pro. You know what I mean? And I worked my way up to a better production. You know what I'm saying? I got fucking lights. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, people got to start where they at. You know what I mean? You, you, you do what you can, you start where you at. But then... The, the missing leg to that thing is you, you gotta be bigger than just you. You know what I mean? That's why I respect Freestyle Famous. Like, I remember seeing the post on Instagram. I don't know how I put it. I think I was hashtagging a bunch of shit and hashtagging Freestyle, hashtagging this and hashtagging that. And then it came across the timeline on IG. You know what I'm saying? So that's kind of how I found it. I'm, I'm, I'm dropping my shit. I'm hashtagging whatever, trying to grow my base. And then I came across it and then I clicked. I'm like, all right, yo, you dudes are spitting up here. But then I thought I thought it was whoever the versus I thought the page belonged to the first person I saw spitting. You know what I'm saying? So then the next time I seen the joint, it was somebody else. And I'm like, oh shit, this this is like a lane right here. You feel me? So I, I got more respect to people creating lanes than I do for people trying to fill them. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean in in two years I think I've only posted one freestyle. I don't think I posted anything. Well, I posted it on uh, YouTube to kind of set the tone for the guests that do come on. We usually have them do like a 30 second roast in a lyrical format. I'm kind of scared to ask you to do that, but uh, I mean, <laughs> you, can, you can do it. I'm, I'll welcome it. You know, that might be the last time y'all see me. Um, but uh, 
you know i also welcome people to come on and do you know whether it's a 60 second or nine minute freestyle i'm a big fan of of the art of freestyle of just having uh, somebody come in the studio and just rock man like whether you're on the stoop or in the hallway or the lunch table i just like hearing people do their thing and I don't get butt hurt when I hear a good rapper. I just take a step back and I applaud and let, let my brother shine for a moment. I used to rap myself and it wasn't really about growing a business. It was more of, you know, I think when I had stopped or when I had quit, I think if you, if you really have a passion of, for writing and rapping and rhyming words, I think if it's like an obsession of yours, I don't think you can ever really quit. And so mm-hmm. I, I'm like the dad or the trophy. You guys are like my trophy kids and I'm living vicariously through you. You know what I, I mean? Got so, I got you. But um, I got you. I'm not trying you know to sun anybody. I just like for real, man, I, I love to see people do it. I've coached youth football before and I'm not comparing it to that. Um, it's just, it's an amazing thing, dude. It's like the serotonin that's released in my system when I see you get on stage and shine and I applaud you. I'm, I'm all for that, you know, because everybody feels yeah. that. And so, and that's, that's kind of what that's the attitude, with. you know what I'm saying? That's the attitude that, that people are rocking with you on, you know what I'm saying? Because it's like, all right, um, you know, I'm multitasking here. You know, when you see somebody that's that's in, in the culture like that, you know what I'm saying? No matter if, and no matter what the situation is, it, you'll feel like they got your best interest. You know what I'm saying? Because if I'm, if, if my duty is to, to promote the culture and the art, you know what I'm saying? If you're an artist, you know what I'm saying? And you're part of this hip hop thing, you know what I'm saying? I'm a rock with you. It's, okay. it's all about wanna, that shit. Now, no, 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 no. Now it's about to get real. You just sparked an idea, and this is why I kept recording. Um, what do you suggest I do? I'm in a powerful position where I can, like, I have my homies who are, you know, pro culture and, like, all about the culture, and, nothing, you know, they can't stand any bullshit at all. And I'm trying to explain to them that they're, you know, the trolling, the, the you know, the comical shit. Sometimes shit that don't even got shit to do with the, the art or the music, you know? You know, Cardi Cardi B's pussy is showing through her spandex. You know, stupid shit controls the attention on the internet. And, and sometimes as a platform, you have to... I'm not saying I don't... I don't want to cover the R. Kelly or the Michael Jackson or the, you know, what everybody else is talking about. But I've noticed that if you drop a hashtag and you do happen to talk about it or mention it, you do get more traffic. And what are you doing? Is what do you suggest somebody in my position does? You know, because it can be quite overwhelming trying to please everybody, be a democracy, but at the same time try to curate and protect. You know. I I got it. I got it. So listen, this is what you do. This is what you do. You know what I'm saying? 90% of the time, and this is how you you reach different people. You know what I'm saying? So maybe this is something I should consider too. So for the real hip hop heads, right? 90% of the time, you drop that real shit like you've been doing. Yeah, this that real shit. This another real motherfucker, real bars. But I think 10% of the time, call it what it is. Okay, welcome to the bullshit hour. We're gonna talk about this bullshit here. You know what I'm saying? And it's really not really directly from the culture, but it's linked to it because, the, the, to be honest, most people is gravitating to the bullshit. You know what I'm saying? So when you say, all right, 10%, I'm gonna give the bullshit hour. You know what I'm saying? Well, we're gonna address this thing for a little bit of time. That draws in the people that are on that bullshit. And while they're here, they can get some real shit. You know what I'm saying? But you bait them in with the shit that they already looking for. Okay, Cardi B's coochie showing. She didn't pop a titty out. You know what I'm saying? R. Kelly's fucking remix on his Gail interview. Whatever. You know what I'm saying? Throw that shit in there and call it what it is. Bullshit. So then the people who are only looking for that, you're kind of talking shit about them, but drawing them in at the same time and trying to get them to elevate themselves. You feel me? Like y'all over here on the floor looking at this shit. Meanwhile, this shit is happening up here. And y'all still stuck down here. 
So I'm gonna throw something down here with a hook on it, just to pull your ass up. You know what I'm saying? So the bullshit hour would be the hook. You know what I mean? Let them know, yo, all right, you know, I know the bullshit's here. I know this is why you're here. But catch, catch some of this real shit while you ain't here. You know what I'm saying? And and that's how you do it. Like, I don't, I, like, I feel the same way. Like, I got stuck at a point when I was songwriting. And I said, yo, man, all this, the songs that I listen to. All right, listen, the Tatiana song, right? I fucking hate the song. But I got to respect the hustle. Because I'm like, yo, I'm looking at the awards, the social media awards. And this motherfucker's yeah, this shit is everywhere because it got a dance is dumb as fuck, but it's bullshit and it's popping. So when you're a real artist and you're a real MC, it's like, yo, I am not going to do that shit to get popping. So the question is, what do you do? You know what I'm saying? So you got to bridge the gap. So you got to do something bullshit enough to catch their attention, but real enough to keep the real people for the culture without selling yourself short. Do you throw you know the shiny suits on like the locks? I and can't then- do that. And then try to get out of your contract like they did. Or, you know, as far as, as a Jesse Smollett, you know, um, that's the, the crazy thing. We're all in the same boat, man. The, you know, the platform kind of has. I feel like the attention online, as you said, you know, they do gravitate towards like the filter, like just like you said the dance is simple you know it's it's simple minded it's it's so simple that anybody can do it and so but how do you kind of you know you gotta separate yourself but at the same time fit and fit in and blend in Mm -hmm. I don't know it's it's a balancing act it is I feel like it shouldn't even be considered the same thing you know what I'm saying? But like those, the Tatiana type song, don't call that shit hip hop. Don't call that shit rap. You know what I'm saying? Find another name for that shit. So then that way y'all can do that over there. Like it's cool for the people that want to do it. I understand. You know what I'm saying? For the people when they want to club, they want to listen to some simple shit. You know what I'm saying? They won't want to think about it. Whatever. They just want to rock. Simply dope beat, stupid lyrics. They just want to rock. You know what I'm saying? I get it. You know what I'm saying? But songs like that don't got no longevity man fucking this time next year ain't nobody gonna be talking about no Tatiana this and Tatiana that it's gonna be the next dumbass person doing any dumbass shit you know what I'm saying so those things they have their 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 slot fillers you know what I'm saying they they slot fillers with with, with a hollow foundation so it means to fill the slot but once the foundation kind of you know disintegrate it's gonna fall out and another thing gonna jump in that slot but real hip hop you know what I'm saying that shit is forever. So there's a quick come up when we do that kind of shit. But when you got the people like, you know what I'm saying? I can play Juicy right now, big shit, and it'll be popping right now. You know what I'm saying? Like I can play some old Bob Deep shit, some old Snoop shit, Dr. Dre, and it'll be like, you know what I'm saying? Today I had a good day. Like stuff like that is like big for the culture. The, the slot fillers, they're going to fill their slots now. And it's some bullshit, but the real the real hip-hop the real culture shit is forever so that's what separates it so it's like you want to you want some of that quick shit you can jump in that quick type shit or you can work on some classic shit that's gonna last like you know what i'm saying pick a side pick a side biggie or pop oh man i told you beast it, it was you see the shirt i ain't even got an answer man you know what i mean I ain't even got an answer, man. I cried on March 9th, man. When that shit first happened, I cried, dude. You know what I'm saying? Tupac, I mean, he was all right. Like, I was such a hard Biggie fan that I couldn't even respect the fact that Tupac had anything popping until, like, fucking 2000s. You know what I'm saying? I was like, all right, Tupac is all right. He, he, he good people, too. Like, I wouldn't even acknowledge that he was nice, that he was dope, that he was everything that he was because I was such a big fan. Like, yo, fuck them. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how hard I was riding for Biggie. But then... As I got older, I started to appreciate Pac more. You know what I'm saying? Because Pac, he didn't, you know, he wasn't to me as lyrical as Big. His his shit wasn't as didn't have as much shock value, but his stuff was more relatable. You know what I'm saying? He he was telling you about stuff that, that like was some real life shit. You know what I'm saying? And Big wasn't doing that. So I, as far as what I was looking at, like the artistry, the wordplay, I had to give it to Big. You know what I'm saying? But the feeling wise, as far as like. You know what I mean? Like, this is some real cultural awareness type shit. 
I had to give it the pop. You know what I'm saying? Pick a side, pick a side, Big Daddy Kane or Rock Hound? Come on, baby. Rock Hound, yo, that dude. You know what I'm saying? Big Daddy Kane, I couldn't really, you know, it didn't catch me like that. Rock Hound was like, you know what I'm saying, smooth, like the innovator of that style. You know what I mean? I think personally, that's my favorite lyricist of all time. Um,. I was sold when he came back with the 18th letter. I went and copped that joint. I even copped the master. Um, I'm a, I'm a big fan of the R. I'll pick him all day. Much respect to Big Daddy Kane, though. Uh, Kane definitely did his thing. You know, big time, big time contributions and just major pioneer. Um, I want you to pick a side. Pick a side, Lauren Hill or Queen Latifah. Yo, let me tell you something, man. <laughs> All right, so okay, we gonna break this down in Marvel terms, okay? You know what I'm saying? We gonna we gonna break it down Iron Man style, okay? Lauren, I mean uh, Queen Latifah, dope. She's Iron Man in the cave. You know what I'm saying? She's fucking him up. She got the flamethrower. You know what I'm saying? She's tough. They ain't never seen no shit like it before. They couldn't fuck with her, right? You know what I'm saying? But Lauren Hill, in comparison, is like Iron Man and Avengers. You know what I'm saying? This shoot just be flying out of nowhere. This shit be shooting all kinds of shit. Like Lauren Hill, still to this day, you could put her against Nicki Minaj. You know what I'm saying? And she'll fuck her up. Like lyrically, she will fuck a lot of dudes up. You know what I'm saying? Like Lauren Hill's wordplay is fucking nuts, man. Straight up. And her voice is crazy. Don't even get started on that. You know what I'm saying? But Latifah yeah, I mean, out of respect. You, know, you got you know what I'm saying? You got you can't get to the Iron Man from Avengers until you get the Iron Man out of the cave. So her, right. like these you can't you can't knock the legends, you know what I'm saying, that paved the way. But once once somebody lays that that foundation it's easy for you to take from that and 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 run with it and make it better like i give you a perfect example little wayne with the hot boys and then little wayne after he worked with gilly the kid but yo you know gilly the kid changed little wayne's style and little wayne took that and ran further than gilly could ever go with that style you know what i'm saying but gilly you know laid that foundation for wayne and now this new wayne is like Yo, Gilly couldn't fuck with that dude right now. You know what I'm saying? So Queen Latifah and little Lauren Hill, I'm gonna make that same comparison. Lauren Hill like paved it. I mean, Queen Latifah paved it. Yo, I'm a female MC. You gonna respect this shit, Unity? But then Lauren Hill took that shit like, all right, well, you know, this is what you do with that, and I'm gonna take what you did. I'm gonna make my shit. You know what I'm saying? No, but I respect it, man. I really appreciate all your feedback. Every every time that you come through, it's always uh, a blessing. So we appreciate your presence and um like i said man i'll hit you up in a little bit i'll let you get back to doing what you gotta do um but yeah man we'll we'll be in touch i'll uh i'll tag you as soon as the uh things are chopped up edited and then put up on the web all right all right no doubt Um, I appreciate you for standing up and getting the attention that it that it did with what you said. Getting Barr's attention, it, I think you kind of made him step up a little bit, step his game up, and maybe even possibly think for a second that maybe it was wrong to do what he did. You know, um, I just like I said, just thank you for sparking that thought and sparking the brain that hopefully changes the world for better. Um, we applaud you, we appreciate you, and I have a little surprise for you coming in at the end of, uh, part two, episode three, the interview part two with, uh, Legendary Bars. After his interview, there will be a surprise announcement, so be sure to tune in. Um, I think you're really gonna like what, what we're gonna be doing next, where we're, where we're taking our platform next, so... I'm excited to see it, my dude, and I appreciate you for just letting me be on your platform, my guy. Like, I mean, Ski Mask said it, but I'm I'm 
proud to be at this at Ground Zero because I think this thing is going to blow up. And, like, I, I, I'll i be so proud just saying that I was part of it, bro. Like, that's it's just an amazing thing that's going on. Hey, man, I agree. And, and I, I do see it already taking off. Um, and, again, it's, it's, it's because of artists like you and the viewer, uh, which I, I don't even think I've even taken time to say thank you to our viewers yet. Uh, a big integral part of our success is our viewership and you know the people who have been following us all along so and I, I don't want to say following but you know being a part of the movement have joined the movement have built it from ground level up um you know we owe it all to you and and you know together we can, like i said we can definitely move mountains we, we can make history we can make magic in every moment so um again thank you for for all that you guys have done too um and yeah man stay tuned because we got exciting things coming up i promise you you're gonna it's gonna get crazy up in here i promise you man and it's gonna be gonna have jack on to talk shit about bars because bars kind of went at you oh man wait till you see the battle you haven't even seen it yet huh? (coughs) no that's why i'm like oh my god i don't know you keep saying it's hype so i'm excited for it because like it's I don't know, man. I feel like <laughs> is it gonna? It's not gonna kill me though, right? Like it's not gonna cur- kill. Like it's not gonna be like, oh well, that motherfucker should just not come back. Like it's not that well, here's, bad. Here's the thing. Um, you pretty it's, much you waved your you waved the white flag before he did anything. So that you have to take that into play. You you already said I'm not I'm not gonna keep doing this with you. There's something more important that I want to battle, and that's racism. And I think you went at that. And for that, I would never call this an L because he's staying on the same tip, talking racist shit. And for you, it's like you transcended it and grew into an artist. You're no longer just the racist battle rapper moment that you had. Now you're transcending it, and you're now is a good time to either jump full screen full scene into the freestyle battles that we're gonna have but the thing is i'm gonna be honest what would be best for you is to stay away from that to transcend it and be like now i'm gonna be doing music about things that are important and then drop a song that is related to it people will then go oh it's it's the same thing he's like a concept he's going with it you know what i mean and then just maybe maybe make songs more about real shit, or or like I say, you could just jump right back into the battle and be like, "This is who I who I'm gonna be known as." But but I'm next time people ain't gonna be like, "Oh, the corny white boy." They're gonna be like, "Uh, maybe I shouldn't say the white joke." 